Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different. I've got a different spin on something that you're probably familiar with, and I hope to bring this to you in a way that, well, gives you a little bit of joy and happiness in your life. So today's topic is about eulogies. Yes, we don't normally associate positive emotions with eulogies. We actually waste eulogies on the dead. So today's topic is about becoming a living eulogy. And mid-2022 is upon us. We're reaching the halfway point of this year. And no matter how the year is going, there are things to appreciate in our lives. My youngest son is graduating high school tomorrow night. And being the parent of children who loved sports, I'm sad about the next season in my life without the constant pull of one sport or another. Friday night lights will not be the same this fall. However, I am so thankful, so blessed by the precious memories. And no matter how 2022 has impacted you, it is not over. Whether it brought you the birth of a new family member or the passing of a dear loved one, the rest of the year is upon us. We can choose to look backward or we can choose to look forward. I can be sad about the past or I can look forward to the next season in my life without youth sports. We can cling to the past and the nostalgia accompanying those memories. And the following story by Dr. Wilson, well, I think it provides wonderful perspective. And if you're looking for more from Dr. Wilson, you can visit him at joyfulheart.com. And listen to this piece by Dr. Wilson. Don't cling to the firewood. This is by Dr. Ralph F. Wilson. They're just a young couple, I can tell. These mice who have taken residence in the woodpile are just starting in life. They built a nest under the pile of oak firewood I am loading into the back of our station wagon. We had our first frost a few days ago and had spent several days winterizing our house. So had this mouse couple at the bottom of the woodpile. Their nest would be dry and warm in all but the wettest of storms, ready for the young ones that would surely be coming soon. These tiny mice, equipped with miniature jumping legs, their little bodies only two and a half inches long, if you don't count the tail. I must seem like a huge giant as I deconstruct their carefully built lives one log at a time. They are such cute little creatures, so hopeful for the future, yet filled with terror at, his, at what is happening to them. What's going on, dear? The, mild, the mouse bride cries. 
I don't know, her husband, Mouse, answers. Nothing like this has ever happened before. He's wrong, of course. Change happens frequently. But thankfully, it's not too often that our entire lives are altered forever by external events. You've had some of those turns, too. Death. Divorce. Loss of a job. Failure of a business. An illness or injury. Suddenly, Life is never the same again. Everything's different. And we try to cope. Sometimes in healthy ways. Sometimes in self-destructive ways. I keep loading the firewood into the back of the wagon. I'm about to stack it higher yet when I see one of those tiny mice clinging to a piece of firewood in the car. Another few seconds and he would get crushed. I pick him up by his long tail, set him on the ground, and go back to get more logs. When I return, he is still at the same place on the earth where I put him. Stunned by these events, barely able to get out of harm's way. We're so mouse-like sometimes, and change requires courage. Generous helpings of it. Our mouse couple looks up at, as their world is trembling. The log that comprised their shelter, well, they're disappearing one by one. And soon the open sky is above. What do you do? Do you cling to the firewood and risk getting crushed by it? Change is constant. No part of our lives will endure unchanged for more than a few years, a few decades, if you're lucky. And I hope that Mr. Mouse has finally got over his shock and got with the program. Older and wiser they are. And if I could offer just one word of advice from for them and for you, and for me actually, it would be this. Don't cling to the firewood. Don't you love that story? And aren't we guilty at times of clinging to the past with maybe disregard for the potential that's in our future. And you cannot change what has happened to you, but you can control your response. Your last breath is not nearly as important as your next breath. Each day is an opportunity to make a difference in the lives of others. We may not always get the feedback we want, or think we deserve from the people around us. But if you are serving others, you are making a dent in the universe. So I ask one favor from each of you. Be a living eulogy for others. Take time to tell people how you feel about them when it is positive. Talk about funny stories and laugh at the silliness of your time together. Even when it feels weird, Tell people what you admire about them. Eulogies are wasted on the dead if we don't share our feelings with them during their life. Be the person that goes first with positive comments for others. Always go first with positivity. I've made a commitment. I've committed to sharing the positive, optimistic, impact others have around me. 
one concept is genuine, whether in my mastermind groups or teaching sales teams. We can always make people feel good about themselves. Let me repeat that. One thing is constant. We can always make people feel good about themselves. I'm not referring to insincerity or flattery. We can state what we consider to be remarkable about the people we encounter. It's just a choice that we decide to make. And your positivity muscle must be flexed and worked to get stronger. Far too many people live a life of negativity and victimhood. They blame current reality on the past and become so infected with negativity that they are blind to the beautiful things in life. If this is you or someone you care about, read the book, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. It gives perspectives on things like detaching from unimportant things in life and truly appreciating the little things. If you're clinging to old firewood in 2022, I hope this message resonates with you. You cannot be obsessed with your problems while serving others. The brain is wonderfully designed that way. If you're in a funk or if you're in a rut and you're down on yourself, serve others. Because serving others is the antidote to the issues in our lives. It actually forces us to get over ourselves. And the first step is letting people know how they are positive in your life. The smallest of things often have the most significant impact on others. From a kind smile to a helping hand. Let others know when they do something you admire or appreciate. Because I promise you this, you will get rewarded by becoming a living eulogy for those around you. Choose positivity. I mean, we know there are enough negative people around us constantly. And if you don't know any negative people, you know what that might mean? Yes, you are the negative person. Choosing positivity is a deliberate perspective on life. I mean, think about this concept. We can have a future positive mindset meaning that good things are coming. Good things are going to happen. Blessings are going to flow. Or we can have a future negative mindset. Future negative means, man, there's some bad things coming down the road. Things are so good, the bad has got to be coming. That's a future negative mindset. We're so worried and preoccupied with what might happen that we totally ignore the positive that could be coming our way. And guess what? They're both equally as likely to occur. If the unknown future portends two options, one, positive things, or two, negative things, why do, do, why do we default to the negative? Why do we choose the negative first? And we can also look backwards with a past positive mindset or a past negative mindset. We can be so corrupted by the guilt 
and shame of the past, past negative, that we forget or omit all the past positive things that happen in our lives. I heard a former National Hockey League player speaking on this topic, and he said when when you get these sports psychologists to help these athletes who are struggling, he said they'll often show them a 15-minute highlight reel of all of their negative plays on tape. All the mistakes, all the missed shots, all the errors. 15 minutes and let them watch it. He'll follow that immediately with another 15-minute reel of all the positive plays they've made in their career or even recently. And it's just a simple way of showing you that we can choose which one of the four boxes our mind occupies. Future positive, excited about the future, excited about the potential in the future, future negative, worried about the future, obsessed with tragedy, obsessed with failure that may or may not even come, past positive where we really give ourselves credit for the good that we've done and the blessings that we've had in our lives, just like the many years of sports watching my boys, or past negative. We can be corrupted with guilt and shame. We choose where our brain occupies in that quadrant. And truthfully, folks, when we're in the flow state, which exists in the middle of those four quadrants, we're worried about what we're doing now. We're consumed by what we're doing, whether it's writing or reading or singing or working or whatever it is that puts you in that flow state. It prevents you from being in one of those four boxes. So I want you to realize we can do more with our brain by being deliberate. We can look to the future and paint a picture of positivity and start to look for things that will lead us in that direction. And if you're stuck, the way to get to that positive mindset is to serve others. To serve others. Look for someone you can serve. I want to gift you a simple activity that represents just a portion of this living eulogy. Try this for over the next few days. On your way to work, whether commuting by car, by rail, by bus, take a couple of minutes to think about amazing things happening in the lives of two people. Do it for two minutes each person. Could be a spouse, could be a child, could be a friend, could be a parent. Think about wonderful things happening in their lives. Think about wonderful blessings flowing their way. Do that for two different people. Two minutes each. Four minutes of your time. Watch how the very nature of your brain is changed by focusing on the positive. And if you really get good at being a living eulogy, you'll start to notice things in people, share things with people that make them feel good about themselves. I admire the way you handled that situation. I loved the question you asked in that meeting. You are really talented at doing this or that. Do it from a position of sincerity and people will be blessed by it. The true magic is that you get the blessing. You feel good on the inside for making someone else feel good. So I hope this message of being a living eulogy resonated with you. I hope it's stuck with you. You can learn more about me and get even tons of free information from me on my website at www. 
johngrubs.com. That's J-O-H-N-G-R-U-B-B-S dot com. Go there. You can sign up for my weekly newsletter. You can download videos. You can watch videos. You, you can even have a free book. If you go to johngrubs.com, I will give you a free book. And people say, why do you do that, John? The book sells for $20 on Amazon. Why do you give it to people for free? Well, I'm giving you that book because you are giving me the most precious gift one human can give another, and that is your time. And for you giving me your time, I will give you that book. You can download it as a PDF file, or you can download it as a Mobi file if you read your books on Kindle. It's one way for me to share positivity with people, to give people something without asking anything in return. You know, that's what this podcast is about. It's about making people better. It's about making people's lives better. It's about helping others. And we're so blessed to have listeners on all the major continents that download and listen to this podcast. And I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for your time and attention to what I think is precious work, and that's serving others. You know, there's there's enough negativity out there every day. All you have to do is open a news app, turn on a television, and you're bombarded by negativity. You know, my hope is that you'll share this podcast with people on all your social media platforms so that they are blessed for the same information that you just experienced. This podcast is for people who are crazy. Crazy people do things differently. Crazy people move against the grain. They move against the crowd. They're different on purpose. I recently had a conversation with someone who was suppressing their uniqueness, suppressing their differentiation as a human. And I said, stop doing that. Your difference is your gift. Your difference is your reward. Embrace it. Use it. Love it. Share it. It will bless you over and over and over. You know, I make the joke that common, average, ordinary is a disease. It's an infection. And it's like people have been zombified. They've been turned into zombies by ordinariness, by commonness, by average. And anytime someone steps out of the zombie crowd, they want to pull them back into, well, to a to a, a situation where they're no longer standing out. And one of the th- comments I want to close with is if you're going against the grain, if you're being different, if you choose to be a living eulogy, you may get some critics. You may get some people who doubt your sincerity. Work through that. Those people are the very essence of the zombie infection that occurs in humanity. Anybody that does something different, something remarkable, something new, like being a living eulogy, will get criticism. Consider criticism your fuel. It's the fuel to let you know that you're moving in the right direction. This podcast is for people who choose to live a little bit differently in life. This podcast is for people who are crazy enough to do things that others are afraid of. This podcast is for people crazy enough to win. Until next time.